0: what's up you rebel-minded freaks this is where we question everything and provoke the normality of the world all in an effort to face ourselves and become better humans that's what it takes to be rebel-minded you in let's do this welcome back to the rebel-minded podcast i am host zach kinson the masculinity provocateur, or so I claim to be. And in this position, I actually quite enjoy myself. And I've had this weird thing of trying to separate what it means for me to do that as a leader and try to avoid me doing that as some sort of preacher. Because coming from the father that i did come from my father is very preachy he's very (laughs) he has this thing where he points his finger and i picked up on it and still to this day i'm trying to remedy it i'm trying to delete the habit um because pointing is not respectful right it's it's not very nice you know um it's enough to point your accusations at somebody but to actually physically point at somebody is a little a little unfair am i am i right and so i have this attitude about things the way that i approach things and it comes off very direct which is good honest which is good but in a way that is shameful if i'm not careful you know to, to even if i'm including myself to throw out blame about what's being done wrong instead of focusing on how we how we remedy that how we bounce back from that how we make this world better because as a as an ultimate goal i do want to make the world better i want to use my perspective and my personality to get us where we need to go And one thing that I suppressed for so long, actually because of my father in quite a few ways, is I suppressed my anger for a very long time, and I did it in an effort to not become my father, and that's what we're going to talk about today, is being angry on purpose, seeing the positive angle of anger and how to actually stop the negative angle of anger and use it for good and to know the difference between the two and where we can separate our aggression and that being the gateway to worst actual acts that we perform in this world so this is anger on purpose Anger, that one thing that makes so many of us men feel powerful, whether we love it or hate it, and there's this sense of overwhelm that bleeds out all sense of time and place and tunnels rage into its heightened moments, but there is something here that doesn't fit right, something that has never settled with me personally very well. It's not often that anger ever lives alone in these moments. For most of us, our anger leads down a super slippery slope into aggression. And from aggression, we start dehumanizing and taking actions that originally stemmed from a basic, real, potentially healthy emotion. And here is where it starts to kind of create a mess, this anger and aggression. Answer me this. Do we as a society condone or support murder, rape, abuse, or assault, any sort of domestic violence? If you say yes, then get the fuck out, but (laughs) we're not friends anymore. But what I'm saying is that all of this is started from aggression. And from aggression, usually an initial emotion of anger. The biggest emotion that has been accepted for men to convey by society. And even in this anger, we can be covering up something that is actually there that wants to get out, and we're not allowing it to. Psychology Today, an article I found uh, called Men and Anger, says, Psychotherapists like to reduce the complexity of human emotional experience to four categories typically, mad, sad, glad, or scared. And of the four... Mad is the emotion that men are most familiar and most comfortable with. Ask most men how they feel and you, are likely to, and you are likely to get a puzzled expression, unless, of course, they are angry, in which case they are often quite clear about how they feel. To continue, I can't blame men for doing it wrong. Blaming other men would also be blaming myself for those mistakes. But I can hold men accountable, and I think that's my job accountable for seeing that our aggression and actions are harmful for the reactive more simple decision to let anger and aggression control us and accountable for not taking any actions to become better early stages set in adolescence give off an essence of winning as the manliest of things winning in sports fights grades relational prowess action comes as an easy way to feel our pride to attain feelings of control and to define our manliness. And as such, this becomes the superior way of being and breeds an avoidance of all other necessary emotions. The problem? Most of us were never taught what anger was beyond its simple definition, or any emotions for that matter. Emotional Intelligence 101 wasn't a class when I I was 12 either. We were never taught there is such a thing as healthy anger and that we have to feel and be patient with all of our emotions in order to be actually healthy men and because as little boys we were shamed for quote-unquote feminine emotions the emotional energy from those that were suppressed most likely get fueled into whatever emotions are left a funneling of misunderstood feelings into so few outlets anger being one of them and I had my own bouts with emotions and figuring out what I was quote unquote allowed to express or feel. And let me make a note here. You should never be cornered into what is allowed for you to feel. Our emotions strike for very real reasons. It's our minds and bodies telling us something. It's how we act out of those emotions or hold them against ourselves that it can become an issue. You are allowed, both as men and women, to feel anger, sadness, guilt, remorse, joy, happiness, shame, pride, love, pain, envy, doubt, fear, horror, desire. But in my own life, I did something that was a little bit more outside of the norm. I suppressed my anger, and I didn't like it. I I feared anger, and that fear and dislike came from my own father figures that intimidated and controlled me with their anger, and with that anger, their aggression with that aggression, physical and emotional pain to me. So I vowed to cap my anger, and I didn't want anyone else to feel the way I had in the presence of it. So I left it up to myself to make sure that I never expressed it. Here's where shit gets tricky though, is suppressing my anger actually did me a big disservice. Suppressing any emotion will be a disservice to you because they were meant to be out. There is nothing natural about suppressing our emotions. It would be like setting off a firecracker in your closed hand. It'll probably leave you handicapped. And if you had just let your hand stay open, you'd probably have some initial pain, but you'd still have your hand. The firecrackers will be there regardless, aka the emotions. And something outside of you will light it whenever you want it to or not, aka a trigger. The outcome depends on you closing your hand or not it's a pretty fucking obvious decision when it comes to keeping an appendage, isn't it? Remember, emotional energy has to go somewhere. And the more we disallow its expression, the messier it comes out later, usually in the form of an addiction, bad habits, things to numb us out, and obviously aggression. But emotional expression and action is another day, another episode. So how do we do this healthy anger thing? Get to the fucking point, Zach. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Healthy anger starts with knowing the territory, being comfortable with it, and being patient and aware. The two things that people have the hardest time with the most is patience and awareness. Awareness of where that anger comes from, what triggered it, what's beneath it, and being patient with it, stopping from reacting being angry and screaming may not be withholding an emotion, but it's also not in control and it's not tactical. So from one of my favorite books, To Be a Man by Robert Auguster Masters, he says, anger comes with being human. The point is not to outgrow it, but to outgrow our dysfunctional ways of using it. Yeah, yeah, hits hard, right? So instead of just expressing it, We have to know what its purpose is and not use it with the potential of actually doing damage to others. Damage equals aggression. And the only way to know its purpose is to really be in the moment, to be aware, to have patience. And this means thinking before reacting. And why? I'll go back to Robert's book. As much as anger can be harnessed for life-giving purposes, it is much more commonly used to overpower, to dominate, to control, to frighten, to camouflage other emotions, and to squelch opposition. So, is that anger valid? Or are we using it as a deflection mechanism or a way to control the external? If it is, then what we have to realize is that we are not using our anger vulnerably. We're using it to get us out of an uncomfortable feeling or situation. That's most of us men, which tends to mean silencing, intimidating, or using other aggressive tactics to get away from that uncomfortable feeling. See how easy it is to get out of control? Especially because us men are action-oriented. We want to move away from the uncomfortable into solution. And I think that's why aggression is so prominent in men when fueled by anger. We take control when things feel out of control, and we do it fast. I personally would label overly aggressive and majoritively angry men as less masculine, in my opinion, because of their lack of control. Part of masculinity is our control. To be masculine means far more than the status of a man and his success. It also has to do with his control of his masculine and his feminine, to know his balance, to know intuitively where he should be for himself and his partner and his community, and his willingness to listen Learn and grow where he is weak and be humbled by that. It means not being afraid of or ashamed of love, passion, expressing himself genuinely despite what others may say about him. And that's control. That's masculine. We are victims to our anger when we don't give it resistance, when we are reactive instead of responsive. And I'm not saying it's easy. Nothing in life is easy, not any of the good stuff, anyway. Because emotions come on very quickly. Reactive is letting the emotion guide you or take control of you. Responsive is catching yourself from acting until you've had time to process your emotion first. You in control. Simple solution, difficult task. All of this to create a healthy version of anger. Fuck, right? So to create a healthy anger, we must pay attention to what it's doing so it cannot be directed at another person it can't blame because that's aggressive remedy this by saying I feel angry because not you make me angry because it also cannot be used to silence or intimidate you can be loud but don't use malice again it cannot be used to try to deteriorate dissolve or eliminate another person or issue anger is vulnerable in its healthy form, and it creates a clarity and deep meaning of an issue. It expresses the hurt, the pain, the confusion, along with your anger, without blaming or shaming somebody else. Society has exacerbated the problem by approving anger in men without expressing the health of it. Biological tendencies or not, suppressing of quote-unquote less attractive male emotions, and approval of anger only, without education and practice of them has led to a world of overly aggressive men, paving the way for labels of what men quote-unquote are and breeding contentment for raw, uncompassionate behaviors. This idea that only the emotions that condone masculinity are the way to be great men, all in an order to be attractive to women and to keep from being shamed and exiled by other men. I repeat, we cannot ignore our feminine. You have it whether you like it or not, and the healthier version of you will be accepting of that. When it comes to aggression, it may not need to be diminished, but maybe just dismantled from its perch as the approved method to handle all of our situations. Aggression is a part of the masculine, and it's got its purpose. For real life survival situations, aggression keeps us alive. What would winning a war look like without aggression? fighting to save your family from an assailant, aggression and competition. But we need to give it power where it's due and take away its power when it tries to completely blanket love and emotions of others and other people in general. Just like anger, it potentially has its place, but it's a very small one. It's meant for a very specific amount of things. Aggression for survival may be its only real place, and that's where we need to keep it. To summarize, know that there is a difference between anger and aggression, and they can be separate. They can both be used in healthy manners, but because of their close relation, and because of the unfair definition of what anger is today by society, they're easily confused and held in the same hand in so many situations, and it's hurting so many of us. It's accepted that way. But if we don't do this work, if we don't define anger and aggression, If we can't learn to separate them and use anger for connection and not destruction, it will continue to be the gateway to so many things that we are hurt by in this world. We can stop so many things as men by becoming healthier versions of ourselves. And that includes our anger. Don't dismiss it. Accept it. Learn from it. And embrace it. Remember, anger is a healthy, passionate emotion. We are meant to. Express anger as intensely as we do our love. That doesn't mean it has to be as often. Believe it or not, we can become closer with anger. We can love harder, understand more, respect more deeply. This is what Robert says in his book anger protects boundaries, aggression disregards and disrespects them, and violence trashes them completely. So, an easy way to keep anger from bleeding into aggression this is what I suggest. One, stay aware. Stay present. Stay in control. Two, let anger fill your space. Make sure you feel it. Make sure that you're in the moment genuinely with it, but do not direct it at a person. Three, don't use anger to prove yourself. That is a power issue. It's not about control, it's about understanding. Number four, Aggression is dehumanizing, intimidating, and objectifying. You can't be aggressive if you have compassion for the person on the other end of your anger. So practice the compassion. Number five, make anger a conversation, not a dictation. You're not here to rule. You're here to express, you're here to clarify, and you're here to come to an understanding. And number six, express why you feel angry not who you're mad at it doesn't stop here full embrace of our emotions and a masculine and feminine balance true to ourselves will create overall better mental health and eradicate the world of men in pain it's about us moving forward it's about us becoming our best it's about us taking away the pain that so many others are experiencing because of us And it's going to take a rebel-minded mindset. It's going to take stepping away from the stereotype. It's going to mean questioning so much of what you've learned. And in the end, we win the game. For all of you that are curious, I will make sure to cite the book and the article that I used in this episode so that you can soak this in yourself. The book, To Be a Man, covers so much more than anger and aggression. It encompasses so much about male psychology, written by a male psychotherapist. It will be a book that I refer back to again and again for my own life, and I hope it does the same for you. Until next time, my loves, stay strong and stay rebel-minded. Alright guys, if you're here, then you have some sort of connection or curiosity of what goes on. So from the bottom of my little hamster heart, thank you. Even through a mic, that's what we call connection. And my life always gets better and more clear with all the souls that I get to connect with. If you like what you're hearing, or you want to share your story with me and the podcast, which I would absolutely love, write in. Send me an email or send me a text. You can contact me through IG as Creed Soldier or email me at Zachary at That's Z-A-C-K-A-R-Y at K-H-A-O-S-K-R-E-E-D.com. And of course, if you're up to the challenge and curious about really speeding up your self-development and your potential and getting committed to bettering yourself, send me a notification with Getting Rebel Minded in the title. Even if all you need is that confidential space to talk, I'm here to give that to you. Share, like, and follow the podcast if it means something to you. Then you'll know when every new episode and interview has been published. I've always got more good things coming. This is the Creed Soldier.